You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 87. Today, we talk about a New Year's resolution that will go a long way to deepening your relationships. I'm guessing it's a New Year's resolution you have never heard of before. In fact, I'd bet the farm on it, if I had a farm, that is. And even though we're 13 days into the new year, it's not too late to start implementing this resolution. And once you put it into practice, you'll find it reaps rewards that will motivate you to keep up your resolve for the rest of the year. The New Year's resolution I'm proposing is this. Make it your goal to receive thank you cards or notes for the rest of 2021. I came across this idea from the man I received my podcasting training from, Pat Flynn. He has an office out in San Diego, and he was holding a training class several years ago that I attended. Well, as part of the training class, he took all of us as his students through his office. And one of the things he commented on was the large bulletin board he had in his office, just jam-packed with thank you notes. Thank you notes from his clients and customers from all over the world. He talked about how all these thank you notes were really a goal of his when he started his business, namely to get as many thank you notes as possible from the people he served in his business. It motivated him, he said. It encouraged him to keep doing what he was doing, especially when things weren't going well. I was so impressed with this business goal that I tucked it away in the back of my mind and kind of forgot about it for a while. But just lately, it's been coming up again for me because I started noticing that I was getting a few thank you notes and I was noticing how motivating these are to keep me doing whatever it is I did that caused someone to put their appreciation in writing. You know, we're all a little bit like Pavlov's dogs. Positive reinforcement encourages positive behavior. I remember as a teacher back uh, in the last century, a discipline technique that we were taught was, was this, to catch your kids doing something positive and then reward that behavior with a positive comment. It works a lot better than negative reinforcement, or so we were told. For example, if little Jimmy in the back of the room is talking all the time and not paying attention, it, rather than telling him to be quiet and listen up, a more positive thing would be to say to him, you know, Jimmy, I noticed that for five seconds that you were paying attention and kept your mouth shut. That was really great. Maybe we can try for six seconds the next time. Well, that's kind of how it went. Another another example of reinforcing positive behavior happened to me just recently. My wife and I have been married for a really long time, but lately I've noticed how much she hates emptying the dishwasher. You know, we load the dishwasher at night with all the dirty dishes and we run it at night and, you know, the morning and they're all clean. 
And I didn't realize that she just really dislikes uh, putting all the dishes back in the cabinets. So I started doing it. I started emptying the dishwasher. And when I was doing this, I wasn't thinking much of it. But then my wife Janet started thanking me. And you know what that did? That, that just kind of motivated me to keep doing it because I like to be thanked. That was a pleasant experience for, for me and, and certainly for her. We're all a little bit like Pavlov's dogs. When you put this New Year's resolution into practice, this resolution of doing whatever it takes to get someone to thank you for a positive behavior that you exhibited on their behalf, when you put it into practice, it's going to be a means of living out Romans 12.10, where we are told to take delight in honoring others. Because it will certainly delight us when we do something that honors someone to the point that they put their appreciation in writing. And I like the fact that this New Year's relational resolution of receiving thank you notes is something you can actually measure. It's tangible. I think it would be fun to have a contest amongst all our listeners to see who would get the most thank you notes in a month. Well, we won't do this, but I would certainly like to hear from you and what you do that prompts other people to send you their expressions of gratitude in writing. Well, how do you do this? How do you implement this relational resolution? It starts by asking God to show you whom to bless, whom to be kind to, whom to care for. Sometimes we, we shy away from exhibiting behaviors like this because the needs are so great. We see so many people that need help, that need encouragement, that could use some motivation. So many people with so many needs. But I like what Andy Stanley said about this. It's a great quote. I don't know if it's original from him, but I like what he had to say. He said, do for one what you wish you could do for all. Well, to receive a thank you note, you have to do something pretty meaningful for someone to make the effort to show their appreciation in this way. In the age we live in, where electronic communication is the norm, for someone to use an older technology, like writing a note, requires a lot more of that person. But it's this older technology that will get your attention and be more meaningful because of the work involved for the sender. A written thank you note will mean something. It's truly a significant marker. I remember in my recruiting days there was... Um, progression of technologies in terms of trying to get a candidate to interview with a company. It started with mailing resumes. We would mail a resume to a client and have to wait a few days for the mail to get there and for the person, uh, the receiver of that mail to review the resume and make a decision whether to interview the candidate or not. So the mail, that, that was that's how it started and it took several days. Well, then the fax machine came along and that cut down the time quite significantly. But then after a while, we we got email. And so now everybody was emailing everything. Well, one of the struggles of a recruiter is really to get through to people and to get their attention because um, people in business and hiring managers are just really busy with lots and lots of stuff. So the challenge was, how how do you get their attention? One of the ways that we got their attention was after a while to start using older technology. 
instead of emailing a resume, we would fax it. And then on occasion, we would, instead of emailing or faxing a resume, we would actually mail it. Even though there was a time delay, we found that by using the older technology, because it wasn't used very often by people, it got more attention. I found that really interesting. Well, whatever we do for someone to elicit their gratitude requires that we be keen observers of people. We need to have some degree of understanding about that person. What makes them tick? What's their love language if we want to impact them in a positive way? And lastly, keeping this New Year's relational resolution will bring out the best in us. And it also bring out the best in the recipient of your meaningful behavior. I'll give you a couple of examples. A few weeks ago, we received a Christmas card from someone we know from our church and expressed the usual uh, Christmas greetings. And then she wrote, I really appreciate the class that you taught earlier in the year. I really found it very meaningful and very helpful. Well, that class took place 11 months prior. And uh, she remembered, you know, she expressed her gratitude because it was something that that, uh, impacted her. And it didn't matter that it happened a while back, 11 months ago. She still expressed her gratitude, and I found that very meaningful. And then another example, just a few weeks ago, I got a thank you note from one of our podcast listeners, along with a check as a donation to our missionary care ministry, Caring for Others. You know, that's the sponsor of this podcast. And on the memo line, they wrote, thank you. You know, I really like those kind of thank you notes on a check. Also, if you want to put one on a $50 bill, you could send that to One Podcast Plaza, and they will be accepted too. And then finally, the last example I think of is a a thank you note that I wrote. Uh, I wrote it to the street department of our little town here, New Berlin, Wisconsin. I wanted to thank them for cleaning out the leaves from a culvert that borders our property. It just so happens that all the leaves from the neighborhood, I mean from, I think, maybe a mile away, it seems like, they just um, collect at the foot of this culvert. And the problem with that is that when water comes, it blocks the culvert and lots of rain will drain onto our property. When I call the city, I've cleaned it out myself many times, but there was one day when uh, I, I had noticed that the culvert was blocked and uh, the water really was forming a river in our backyard. So I called the city, and they came out and cleaned it, and it was in the middle of a rainstorm. And I felt so sorry for those guys, but, you know, that's their job, and I wish I would have noticed earlier. So I, th- I wrote them a thank you note. I just, I, I just said, I really appreciate how you guys came out to uh, take care of that problem because it was very, very meaningful for me. So this was a thank you note to complete strangers. I didn't get any kind of response. I didn't know if they even got it. But nevertheless, it was good for me to do that. It was good for me to thank them. It was good for me to look at life from their perspective, you know, cleaning out this culvert, this gutter with lots and lots of leaves in the middle of a rainstorm. It was good for me to think about that and the sacrifice that they went through. And really, you shouldn't expect a thank you to your thank you notes. 
Well, if you forget everything else, here's the one thing that I hope you remember from today's episode. It's this. Do something significant for someone that will prompt the person to send you a thank you note in writing. Do it at least once a month and make this your New Year's resolution. Here are a few ways you can put this into practice. You can start by doing something meaningful for the people closest to you. It's so easy to take people for granted who are nearest to us. Ask God to show you what that person needs from you right now. Ask God what you should do for that person and then to equip you to do so. You can also start noticing people who are kind to you and to others. Then send them a thank you note for what you appreciated about their behavior. And in doing so, see what comes back to you. See the thank you notes that you'll get by blessing people with your behavior. As always, another thing you can do is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode. You can put your thoughts in an email and send them to me to john at caringforothers.org or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. Well, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. See you next week. Goodbye for now.